Hey everybody, Casey Hendrickson here. You're listening to my podcast for my radio show on 95.3 MNC. Do yourself a favor and follow my website, The Burning Truth. US. Watch the video live streams live during the radio show at dlive.tv slash Casey the host or become a premium subscriber for premium exclusive content at specialproject.io at radio host Casey Hendrickson. Enjoy. This is Casey Hendrickson on News Talk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel. Your breaking news and weather station. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I'm your host, Casey Hendrickson. I want to thank you for tuning in. Also want to thank RNB Car Company. Locations in South Bend and Warsaw. RNB Car Company are your used car experts. You can find them online at rbcarcompany.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's let's talk about a giant heaping steaming pile of horse crap shall we that's a great way to start the show back on january 15th and i was a couple of days late but back on january 15th i put on facebook i said friendly reminder that it took less than a week for the republican slash moderate biden voters who claimed quote no one is coming for your guns to look like fools again they always try to come for your guns literally always the fact that they have not that they have only been slightly successful since the 90s doesn't mean that they are not coming for them Now, that is a true statement, and that was directly in response to the introduction of H.R. 127, of which we did not have text of that bill. Now, I was going to talk about this yesterday. It got bogged down, and I simply didn't, I didn't want to rush through it. I wanted to spend some time. I wanted to go over it. I wanted the absolute monopoly newer this bill is to emanate in your nostrils that's what i want and i'm not exaggerating this by the way this could be the worst gun bill i have ever seen i am not the only person who thinks that you're running into a lot of people who think that now here's here's the thing all you need to know about hr 127 i could stop with what i'm about to say and not even go over the bill you would all understand exactly where i was coming from All you need to know about H.R. 127 and that it's a steaming pile of crap is that it was authored by Sheila Jackson Lee. Right then and there, you automatically know it is, again, a steaming pile of crap. I know it's getting gratuitous, but, you know, country's kind of going to garbage. You know, you kind of need to be able to go ahead and oomph it just a little bit to drive home the point. Even if, even if you're a gun control advocate, this is a terrible bill this is a terrible bill it's just awful and sheila jackson lee is probably i've said this many times and and for the record she's got some amazing company but sheila jackson lee could be the dumbest human being in american politics and i've i've said this i i don't say it lightly there's several other candidates i mean we got a guy who thinks that islands tip over because people stand on them so we got plenty of candidates for stupidity But Sheila Jackson Lee, every time I forget about how dumb she is, I see a video clip with her or she authors a piece of legislation like this. And then I'm reminded of exactly how brain dead she really is. I don't use that, that terminology as hyperbole. I literally mean she's stupid. Now, she's also dangerous. 
She's the worst kind of stupid. She's so stupid, she doesn't know she's stupid. And those are the worst idiots you're going to be able to run into. So let's take a look at the steaming pile of horse manure that is HR 127. I guess the first thing that I would have to start off with, uh, ladies and gentlemen, just in case you didn't know, yes, it creates a gun registry. And no, gun registries have never worked. Not, not for the good guys. Never. In fact, Canada got rid of their gun registry because they solved exactly zero crimes with it. Cost a lot of money to maintain, cost a lot of overhead to be able to go ahead and register all these things. And Canada eventually wised up and said, this thing has helped us exactly zero times in the history of the country. There's no reason for us to continue to waste money on it. So they got rid of it, at least in part. So let's let's just take a look at this. Yes, it creates a registry, okay, a gun registry, which is already, for the record, illegal in the United States. On the face of it, H.R. 127 might actually be against the law. Just so we are crystal, it's certainly unconstitutional, don't get me wrong, and I know that that means it's against the law, but I'm talking about just the codified laws that we have on the books, aside from the Constitution, H.R. 127 violates a bunch of those. And it doesn't even address repealing them. So it's, if this thing were to pass, okay, if it were to pass, it likely dies in the courts, just so we're all aware but you still have to pay attention to this stuff because they keep trying to sneak these things through. This is a horrible, horrible bill. There's been a lot of gun bills that have been bad. There's been a lot of gun bills that had eh, a couple of decent things here and there, and then it's just loaded up with, with bad stuff aside from that. There's been these so-called common sense gun control bills, which never are common sense. Uh, they're authored by people who don't know anything about firearms, don't know anything about the NIC system, don't know anything about uh, ballistics, don't know anything about any of that. Certainly don't know anything about shooting statistics or, or homicides or anything of that nature. This one, from the very beginning to the very end, is one heaping pile of garbage after another. There is no redeeming quality in this thing whatsoever, period, end of story. It is that bad. Now... Yes, it creates a gun registry. Now, here's where, here's where things get a little bit different. Because there's some of you out there, oh, yeah, gun registries are great. Oh, okay, gun registries are only good. They're only good, ladies and gentlemen, if you are talking about tyranny. So let's take a look at this, this bad boy. All right, first of all, you can go and you can get this at congress.gov if you want to. They haven't even written the summary of this thing yet, which is hysterical. Uh, so they, they've got the, uh, the bill up there. You can read the text of the bill, but they don't have a summary authored yet. So I, I don't, <laughs> uh, I've got some suggestions on what the summary could be a heaping pile of horse crap, but you know, again, I, I, I don't really know what to tell you. I really don't. I know that a lot of you are probably listening to this and going, Casey, clearly you're overreacting this. No, no, I'm not. And guess what? I, I'm not alone. There's plenty of people who have looked at this thing for crying out loud. I had a listener come to my house and drop it off at my house. That's how irritated people are with this. This is bad. So, the H.R. 127. This was introduced, again, by Sheila Jackson Lee. It was introduced on the 4th. We didn't have the text of the bill available at the time, uh, but we, we do now. And this is going to be known as, what is the, uh, the, the name on this thing? The Sabika Sheik Firearm Licensing and Registration Act. Sabika Sheik was a kid that was killed in a, in a school shooting. Uh, Muslim girl from Pakistan. 
So anyway, um, let's just dive into this thing. All right, first, first, right out, right off, right off of the get-go. Licensing of firearm and ammunition possession registration of firearms. There you go. That's the first thing that you see in the bill. Because <laughs> there's going to be somebody out there who doesn't look at it. You know, some some uh, never Trump Republican or something like that is going to look at it and go, they're not trying to create a registry. It's It's right. It's the first thing you see. And for those of you who are watching my live stream right now on DLive, I mean, you're you're looking at the bill. I've got some highlights on there, but you're staring right at the piece of legislation. DLive.tv slash Casey the host. Here we go. The Attorney General through the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives, uh, an agency that should be gotten rid of, shall establish a system for licensing the possession of firearms or ammunition in the United States and for the registration with the Bureau of each firearm present in the United States. Uh, there are over 400 million firearms in the U.S. You know how much money it's going to cost you to have them run a registry of every single one of them? It's going to be a lot of boating accidents. Tons of boating accidents where people are going to lose all of their guns in the lake. It's, it's going to be strange. So... Let's just, again, let's just establish this. Establish a system for license licensing the possession of firearms or ammunition in the United States. Oh, so it's not a constitutional right. Oh, we're just, we're just getting going. I mean, just, just settle in, okay? Just settle in. Under the firearm registration system, the owner of the firearm shall transmit to the ATF the make, the model, the serial number of the firearm, the identity of the owner of the firearm, the date the firearm was acquired by the owner, and where the firearm is or will be stored, and a notice specifying the identity of any persons to whom, with any period of time during which the firearm will be loaned to the person. Okay, right off the get-go, it is an impossible task for you to meet as an individual. Almost nobody out there Almost nobody out there has the exact day that their firearm was purchased. And I know the government's going to go, oh, just give us an approximate. No, 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 no. That's a perjury trap. No way. Absolutely not. So you're going to have to give them the make, the model, the serial number of the firearm, who owns the firearm, when the firearm was acquired by the owner, and where it is going to be stored. Now, keep in mind, the language of this bill basically means if you're storing the firearm in your gun safe, let's say in your basement and you decide that you want to take the firearm from the basement and rotate out your boomstickery and you put it in the upstairs master bedroom or something of that nature, you now have to notify the ATF again. You've got to give them this new information. Now, things get so much worse. Hold on a second. Now, you've got three months to do this, by the way, when, when this thing goes into effect. The Attorney General shall then establish and maintain a database of all firearms registered pursuant to this subsection, okay? So you got to send all this information on your firearms, who owns it, where it's going to be stored. You have to send that all to the ATF, and then the ATF is going to, uh, well, they're going to maintain, because of the Attorney General, they're going to maintain a gun database in the United States. The goal here is every single firearm, who owns the firearm, and where the firearm is stored in the house. Now, this is critical for what I'm saying. As asinine as that already sounds, this is critical. Because some of you are sitting here thinking, and you're going, wait a minute, 
Um, why, why do they need to know exactly where it is in my house again? You silly fool. The brown shirts need to know where to get the guns when they come to your house. Duh. This isn't that hard. But it gets worse. It gets worse. <clears throat> the Attorney General shall make the contents of the database accessible to all members of the public. All federal, state, and local law enforcement authorities, all branches of the United States armed forces. Why does the military need to know where my guns are stored and what I have? Hmm. And all state and local governments as defined by the ATF. Okay, so just so you understand exactly what I just told you, Sheila Jackson Lee, IQ3, says that the ATF gun registry is going to contain your information, your name, your address, your guns, where your guns are stored in your home, and the whole public can see it. Hmm. Uh-huh. Colin Noir called this a shopping list for criminals. He's not wrong. We know for a fact, this is an undeniable fact, and law enforcement will certainly back me up on this. We know for a fact that criminals target homes who have firearms, that they know have firearms when the people aren't home, so they can steal the firearms, so they have access to firearms. That's a fact. It is well-documented, well-reported. So now we're going to have a gun registry with your name, your address, the guns that you own, where you store them in your house, and it's going to be available to the public. Oh, and why does the military need to know about it again? Hmm? Uh, you think that, that this is bad? Oh, we haven't even gotten into the, the, the meat of this. This is just the beginning of the bill, folks. I got much more. H.R. 127, steaming pile of dog manure, coming up, 95.3 MNC. Good afternoon. Thanks for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Once again, we are broadcasting video of this show at dlive.tv slash Casey, the host, if you would like to join us and hang out over there. I do have a big announcement coming up a little bit later on today, so make sure you stay tuned. We're talking about HR 127. I, I was originally going to talk about this yesterday. I just ran out of time, and I wanted to give it enough time. It, it is a horrible bill. We've gone over the very beginning of the bill where it establishes a gun registry where you have to tell the ATF what guns you own. Uh, you got to give them your name, your address, the guns that you own, where you're storing them in your house. And then, oh, uh, by the way, that is publicly available to everybody in the country, including the military, for some strange reason. Why does the military need to know where your guns are? Hmm. Next. The Attorney General shall establish and maintain a database of all firearms registered pursuant to the subsection and then, of course, make that public, but except as otherwise provided in the subsection, the Attorney General shall issue to an individual a license to possess a firearm and ammunition. Oh, so there's a new licensing system now. Now, you know what licensing systems mean? It means it's a privilege and it's not a right. If you need a license to be able to do something, it's not a right. 
it's a privilege. We all know you have a Second Amendment right. So now, now they want a license to possess a firearm and ammo. So we're, we're talking, you realize we're talking background checks to buy bullets, right? You understand that, okay? Now, here's how you can get that license, ladies and gentlemen. You got to be at least 21 years of age. Oh, here we go again with that 21 years of age nonsense. I don't have any problem with you joining the military at 17 years old, which you can do in the United States of America. And you can go off to basic training. You can train with these these weapons and much cooler weapons. And then you can go off to AIT, and then you can go off to war. You can do all of that before you can legally drink and before you can legally own a firearm? Yeah, no. So you got to be 21. After you apply for the license, you have to undergo a criminal background check conducted by the NICS system. All right, yeah, whatever. Then you have to go under, or not go under, undergo, excuse me, go under, Freudian slip, undergo a psychological evaluation. So you not only have to pass a background check, which you have to do now, but you then have to pass a psychological evaluation. A psychological evaluation conducted by the gun store? No, no, not conducted by the gun store. Conducted in accordance with paragraph 2, and the evaluation does not indicate that the individual is psychologically unsuited to possess a firearm. Oh, this is going to be great. You actually have to have a psychological professional evaluate you. How much do you think that's going to cost? Yeah, it's lots. Oh, we're, we're we're still not done. There's still a lot more to digest with HR 127. I'm just on a hard break with my news. Know what I mean? So we'll be back. I'll go over more things in HR 127 so you can continue to grind your teeth, maybe chip a couple of teeth while you're driving down the road. We got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. It looks like the uh, during the break, I was notified that the latest SpaceX, they're testing this new this new uh, ship, I guess is the best way to put it, because this would be like a crew vehicle. Um, they're testing it, and it keeps crashing upon landing. It, it did a few weeks ago as well. It did this time. Now, this is normal. This is all a part of the development process, and, and it's, a, it's a brand new design. It's never been used before. So um, it crashed again, and I think it's, it's, a, it's a big shame because so many of, of your firearms were on that rocket that just exploded. And, you know, it's um, it's a shame that you just you don't you don't have the opportunity to let the ATF know what they were and where you're storing them in your house. We're talking about HR 127. HR 127 is the horrendously awful bill written by Sheila Jackson, IQ3 Lee, and she is out there trying to create a gun registry. And it's more than just that. So if you're just tuning into the program, there's a lot of people who have heard of HR 127, but they haven't had an, a chance to read it yet who are writing me on the live stream absolutely furious and livid with this thing. Now, you have to understand, you know, there's there's Joe Biden in the White House. He's promised to take all your AR-15s away from you. Uh, you've got uh, Democrats controlling the Senate, barely, and you've got them controlling the House, although in much smaller numbers than they did previously. So, 
you know, this, does it have a chance? Yeah, sure, it has a chance to pass. Absolutely it does. Is it going to get struck down in the courts? Probably. There's some things in this bill that are not only unconstitutional, but already violate existing law without repealing existing law. So there's some real issues with it. Uh, now, again, once it gets amendments added to it, that, that some of that stuff might be addressed. But at, at the core of this, it creates a gun registry. That gun registry will have your name, your address, what guns you own, where you store those guns in your house, and that will be freely available for any anybody to look at on the interweb. Now, that'll be any person who hates your guts, could be an ex, uh, an ex that you were in a relationship with who maybe abused you. Can you imagine what women who have had to buy firearms because they were abused by their ex are, are going to be going through under something like this? I mean, this gives their attacker tremendous amounts of information on them. Then you move on to the, oh, now you have to have a license in order to get a gun or ammo. And to get a license, you have to be 21 years of age, which is a horrendously stupid idea. You also have to go through the normal background check, which we already have, but then you have to undergo a psychological evaluation. You also have that by by a trained professional, not by like the gun store clerk. <laughs> okay, you don't have to fill out a little form. A trained psychological professional has to give you an evaluation and clear you based on their opinion of you. Then you must successfully complete a training course that is certified by the attorney general because they know about guns in the use, safety and storage of firearms that includes at least at least 24 hours of training. Uh let's see. And oh yeah, this is the this is the good one. And you will be required to get an insurance policy for the gun. Uh, we are through the first section of the bill. <laughs> oh, my God. You have to laugh. Okay, see, so the brown shirts are not real. It's just hyperbole. Yeah, okay. If you say so. So, gun registry, all of your information, including your name, your address, what guns you have, where you store them in your own home, publicly available to anybody, including the United States military. Very interesting, interesting tidbit of that bill. Uh, you go through, uh, you now have to be 21 years of age to get a license. You have to have a license to possess a firearm or ammo. Uh, you've got to pass the background check, which everybody does now. And you have to go through a brand new psychological evaluation with a psychological professional, which of course you'll have to pay for. Then you'll have to complete a training course with at least 24 hours of training. For the record, good idea, but not a lot of people can do that. Let's be honest. They're not cheap. And that's a lot of time. I mean, that's three eight-hour days. Come on. That's a lot of time. How many people are really going to be able to afford taking that course? They're going to be able to take time off of work to take that course? Exactly. You see what they're doing here? They're making it so... They're saying, oh, your right to, to own a gun is not taken away. Uh, all you have to do is, you know get rid of the right of it and make it a, a you know some kind of a privilege and then do all of these very expensive hard to do things and then you can have a gun see we didn't take away your right to own a gun you just have to do all these things that are unreasonable that's all 
Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Oh, antique firearms. Yeah, that's right. Um, and then, well, the insurance policy, too. Forgot about the insurance policy. Uh, the attorney general shall issue to an individual a license to display an antique firearm in a residence of the individual if the individual is the holder of a license issued under subparagraph A. So if you want to display guns on your wall, you know, like people do. If you want to display guns on your wall, I guess technically that qualifies as antique. I, I don't really see a definition of antique in this particular bill. So if you want to display a gun, I guess it's considered antique because it's being displayed. You have to have a gun license in order to be able to do that. You have to supply proof that you own the, fu- the firearm. You then have to, um, you have to describe to the government how you're going to display the firearm and make sure that you're doing so in accordance with the attorney general for the storage of firearms, okay? Uh, So, yeah, it's just, even just mounting guns to your wall as a display is becoming problematic here. Uh, Military-style weapons license. The attorney general shall shall issue to an individual a license to own and possess a military-style weapon if you have a firearm license, and after applying for a license under the subparagraph, successfully complete a training course certified by the Attorney General in the use, safety, and storage of a weapon that includes at least 24 hours of training and live fire training. So basically what they're saying is, if you get the license and do all the training and psychological evaluation and everything else, you can have a military-style weapon, but those are also restricted. Now, the psychological evaluation, okay... Uh, will be conducted in compliance with such standards which will be established by the Attorney General of the United States, and the evaluation will be conducted by a licensed psychologist approved by the Attorney General. (laughs) Uh, We're not done yet. More on HR 127 coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Tuning in, News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Continuing to go over the horrendous pile of garbage that is HR 127. This is the gun control bill that never Trump Republicans said they're not going to propose. What are you talking about? All right, so here's your denial of license, all right? So the attorney general shall deny a gun license, which you'll now be required to have to own a firearm or to even buy ammo. The attorney general shall deny such a license to an individual if the individual is prohibited by federal law from possessing a firearm or the individual has been hospitalized with a mental illness, disturbance, or diagnosis, including depression, homicidal ideation, I guess, uh, suicidal ideation, attempted suicide, or addiction to a controlled substance. Now, do you realize how many people have battled depression in this country? And how many people have attempted suicide before? There's no sunset clause here. There is no, uh, if you were hospitalized for some kind of a a mental issue or depression, or if you attempted to kill yourself when you're 16 years old and you're now 50, there's nothing in there that says that there's a time period that has passed enough for you to be able to regain your right to possess a firearm, which no longer is a right because you now have to have a license. They have to pay for in order to own a firearm or buy ammo under this bill. So basically, what this will do is anybody who might want to seek help probably won't now because they're going to lose their rights. 
Uh, let's see. The Attorney General may deny such a license to an individual if the psychological evaluation referred to in paragraph 2 indicates that the individual has chronic mental illness or disturbance or a brain disease, is addicted to a controlled substance, uh, has attempted to commit suicide, or prior psychological treatment or evaluation of the individual indicated that the individual engaged in conduct that posed a danger to self or others. You're, you're wiping out about three quarters of the population at that point. And I don't think people realize how bad depression is in the United States of America. We've tried talking about it, but I don't think people fully understand it. So the license will also expire. So you can get a license, but it expires. In the case of a license that has been in effect for less than five years, one year after issuance or renewal, as the case may be, or in the case of a license that has been in effect for at least five years, three years after most recent date, the license is renewed. In other words, if you get your gun license, so you can have guns now, you have to renew it every year until it's five years old. Then you can renew it every three years. So you have to renew your license every year, which means you have to go through the background check, the psychological evaluation, everything else every single year right i'm skipping over a ton in this bill just so you know the attorney general shall issue to any person who has applied for a license pursuant to subsection c and has paid to the attorney general the fee specified in paragraph two of this subsection a policy that ensures the person against liability for losses and damages resulting from the use of any firearm by the person during a one-year period that begins with the date of the policy issuance. This is the firearm insurance that you'll be required to have for your guns now. Guess how much the firearm insurance is? $800 a year. So you have to go through... You have to get your license, which costs money. You have to get your background check, which costs money. You have to get your psychological evaluation, which costs money. You have to go through a training course that is at least 24 hours of training, which costs money. And you have to take time off of work, which costs you money. Uh, and then you have to do that every single year. And you have to have insurance. And the insurance is going to be $800 a year. Get it? We're not taking away your right. To own firearms we're, we're just making it impossible for you to do so if you want to own a gun you can own a gun a military weapon a military style weapon is defined as any firearm or copies or duplicates of firearms in any caliber and then they have a list of them on there <laughs> It'll be unlawful for any person to possess ammo that is 50 caliber or greater. And it'll be unlawful for any person to possess large capacity ammunition feeding devices. Basically, you have a 10-round mag, and that is it. Nothing else will be legalized in any way. Uh-huh. Thanks for checking out this latest podcast on a segment for my radio show on 95.3 MNC. Don't forget to check out my new website with store at caseyhendrickson.com. And if you want knives or custom Kydex holsters, go to my other website, asdefense.com. We'll catch you next time.